Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is episode number 130 of Ask the Tech Coach. Today, we have a fantastic guest on, and today we have the great EdTech debate. That is right. We're bringing back the EdTech debate. Today, we're going to be talking about our favorite applications that are used for curation, collaboration, And you know what? A little bit of EdTech magic. Today we're talking all about Google Keep, Padlet, and yes, we are riding that Wakelet wave. I want to bring on my co-host, Miss Susan Vincent. How are you today, Susan? Welcome to the show. I am great. Hey, Jeff, it's uh, great to be back recording for another week, and it's been a busy one. It has been uh, a busy one, hasn't it? We're all kind of going over. I know with me. We're getting ready for spring break in like a week. Uh, Do you have a spring break coming up or are you like a traditional April kind of a break? We are right at the end of March into the beginning of April this year. Yes. Okay. So a little bit closer to that whole Easter Mm -hmm. kind of thing. right? Um, I know there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm excited that many of the people in my district are back in classes. They are, they're opening things up a little bit more. Kids are coming back in. Yes. Uh, Susan, how are, how are things with your classes and your teachers and the health of Kentucky? Um, Kentucky's health is doing great. Um, lots of teachers getting vaccinated here in Kentucky. So, you know, that, um, that wave is going well. Um, most of our public school districts are working on plans to get back face to face. Many of them have been on a hybrid schedule, but, Mm -hmm. um, working on a four to five day a week schedule now that the teachers have been vaccinated. And then my private school, we've still been face to face most of the year and, um, still doing well and keeping going. And of course, this show is dropping on Monday, the 8th of March, which means tomorrow I'm going out for my second vaccination shot. Uh, Sue, how are you? How are the things? How are the teachers in Kentucky? Are you getting them? Are they ready for you guys yet? What's your deal? Yeah, they've been, um, most of our teachers are on their second wave of shots this week as we record. And um, most are doing well. Most of them. my coworkers have had, um, you know, a few side effects, a few fevers and such, but, you know, seems to be worth it in the long run of, you know, getting the vaccine and moving forward to somewhat normalcy coming up. Coming you know, forward. Sue, I got I to gotta admit, I've had a fever recently, too. I've had a Google fever recently. And last week, we got together with a bunch of amazing educators, and we started to have plans for something brand new. The Google educator groups out there are amazing. They're regional, they're global, they're national. And we are creating one here where we're trying to unify the northeastern region of the country. We are putting together Google educator group for New England. Uh, Let me see if I get this right. This would be Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Maine. I think I got them all. And last uh, last week, I met an amazing... And New Hampshire's even in there, too. Um, That wasn't part of Hamilton, so I didn't quite remember that. But 
I met an amazing educator, and I want to bring her on today as our guest and fellow combatant in today's EdTech debate, Miss Jen Thomas. Jen, how are you today? Welcome to the show. Hi, Jeff. Thank you. It's great to be here. I'm good. I'm kind of in the same boat as uh, Susan, just plugging along and taking things one day at a time as they come at me. And, um, you know, same same thing in <clears throat> New England, um, well, Massachusetts and Rhode Island. So the, the um, availability things just opened up i think mm. yesterday for k-12 to educators so we've been very um focused on trying to get all of our appointments and i actually got one scheduled for wednesday so i'm really excited about that um so Good things are happening you. there's a light at the end of the tunnel i kind of feel like now so that's great i, I think the light is coming i don't know how we're going to look in september but uh welcome to the show tell us a little Thank bit you. about yourself who are you? you what do you do all that good stuff um, so I was a school librarian for 12 years. And when I was in that role, I kind of started to realize that while I really enjoyed the, the library and the space and managing the space and working with students and teaching students, what I really liked was working with the teachers and coaching the teachers and especially the, the tech coach role. And so I noticed that I started to sort of pour my heart more into the tech coach piece of the librarian role and started wanting to do more with PD and asking my principal if I could do more PD. And then I kind of became like the school tech coach and librarian, and that got to be too much. Um, so I added a couple of years that my calling really was to be a tech educator. Um, so I let the library world go and, um, I've been a tech coach now. This is just my second year. So I haven't had a regular non-COVID year in this role, um, but I'm loving it. I, I'm really, it's, it's totally, I'm totally in my element now. It feels right. Um, I, I love planning PD. I love coaching teachers one-on-one. -on -one. I love doing coaching cycles and meeting teachers in groups and departments and um, presenting at conferences and workshops. It's really just, it gives me the fire in my belly. So um, it's nice to get up every morning and really be excited about what you do every day. It is great to have you here and welcome to the great ed tech debate. Again, we're going to be talking about Google Keep, Padlet, Wakelet. Uh, Sue, uh, which corner will you be defending today? I am a proud Wakelet ambassador and I'm going to stand up for what it stands for. You know, I've heard about the Wakelet wave for a while. We even did a show on Wakelet, I believe it was over the summertime. Um, talk to us a little bit about Wakelet. What is it? So Wakelet to me is an awesome curation tool as well as collaboration. And, you know, you can use it um, for several things. I mean, what, what happens in Wakelet is you create a collection. If you've ever been a Pinterest user, it's along the same concept. You create a collection. And then those collections can be shared with others. You can follow other people on Wakelet, educators, whoever, who have similar topics. And you just um, take your um, group of items and you put them together. So let's say I wanted to have a Wakelet collecting a list of all of my favorite podcasts. I would link all of the, I would have favorite podcast of 2021 and I would have all those linked in my Wakelet collection. And then I would be able to share that with other people. So um, great uses. And, you know, I have a whole collection and it'll be in a show or excuse me, a whole presentation that'll be in the show notes linked um, on um, 10 ways to uh, catch the Wakelet wave. 
That is pretty awesome. And I'm looking forward to learning about all that. I do have one question before we bring it over to Jen here and we switch over to her app. Can you locate Wakelet on the right side of a Google Doc? No, you can't. Well, you can in Google Keep. Uh, Jen, talk to us a little bit Come about on, Padlet man. and tell us a little bit about some of the great things that Padlet can do. Okay, so you can't locate Padlet on the right side of a Google Doc either, Jeff, just in case you were going to ask me that question. Sorry, but Padlet is one of my all-time favorite tech tools. Um, similar to Wakelet, um, you know, you can create collections. It's an online, almost like an online board in a sense. And the way that I love to use it the most is to get kids working together. I find that it's a really simple, straightforward way for kids to collaborate, for kids to take ownership over their learning, to be able to demonstrate and showcase what they've done. Um, and it, it almost acts as like a collaborative portfolio with all the class contributing to it. Um, it's a really easy way for teachers to collect work too. Like if you're kind of tired of the whole classroom, Google Classroom collecting work, um, it's a way for the students to see each other's work. And it's also really awesome when you have a Padlet board, um, you can use it as a teacher to present from. So if students are, you know, if they've if they've copied and pasted the links to their projects or they have, you know, self portraits or I liked as a new teach as a um, bringing in a new class each year, I liked to have them take selfies and put their names on there so I could learn their names really fast. Um, so it's just like a really great visual tool. Um, but teachers can use it as as a teaching tool as well. Um, I have a history teacher who used the timeline. There's a timeline template. So he had them, I think it was the Roaring Twenties and they had to map out different events during the Roaring Twenties and they plunked down pictures and text using that timeline template. There are columns. So there's, there's different ways to design the template. So depending on what your learning outcomes are, you're trying to have the students do or learn, you know, the columns work the columns is what I use the most because then you can categorize things. I actually create a lot of PD for my teachers using Padlet. So I'll have like, um, if I'm doing like a simple Google tools PD, I could do like, you know, a slides column, a docs column. So depending on what they want to learn, they know which column to go to. Th so things are just more organized. I could forever. I'm not going to, but there's so many ways to use it. Um, and it's just very user-friendly. Now I remember with Padlet, you can do audio you can do your students yep. can record audio onto it now i know you can do yep. that also on google keep um sue audio audio yes you can yeah talk to us so let's talk a little bit about google keep here we'll get into audio here in a second but uh many of you guys know google keep part of the google workspace google apps google suite whatever they call it these days google suites um i love Google Keep a lot. I think it's the unsung hero um, of the Google suite. You can do so many things. And when people ask me, what is Google Keep? I say it's the sticky notes. Um, you can create a note. You can create a list. But when you open it up into the mobile app, it's become so much more. You've got a drawing pad. You've got a, a, an audio file uh, creation tool. It does transcripts for you. It dictates with you. You can do a lot of things. And really, it is mini Google Docs. And I love the fact that over the last couple of years, uh, Google has now embedded Google Keep into everything from Docs to Sheets to Slides to Gmail. Right on that right side, there is a Google Keep button where you can bring in everything. And Google Keep even has made it easier to be saving uh, images that happen to be in a Google Doc, you can just put them into Google Keep and then save the Google Keep over. 
I wish it was easier than that, but at least it's an easy way to then take that image off of a Google Doc that somebody puts in. So um, why would you use your tool, Jen? Give me an example as a coach. So a teacher sits down and says, I want to do this lesson. Why would you recommend Padlet or how would you recommend Padlet being used in the classroom? Um, I, there's been so many different projects. Um, so again, Padlet works when you need the class to be working on something together, or if there's a benefit to all of the students in the class seeing each other's work. There's some instances where a teacher just wants kids to turn their work in through their learning management system, like Google Classroom or Schoology or whatever they're using. But in some cases, it's really helpful to see. So I'll give you an example of one time uh, that we used it. I used, I did a great project with an English teacher last year, a freshman English teacher. They read the book called Dear Martin um, by Nick Stone, and they had to pick a character of the, from the book, and they had to create a two sleeve based on the character. And the tattoo had to symbolize the character and some of, like, get into the head of the character and figure out, like, what their tattoo sleeve, if they were to go to a tattoo artist, their tattoo sleeve look like and why. So what would the five symbols on their tattoo sleeve be and explain that and put it into historical context? So they did that. They designed it either using an iPad, using Google Drawing. We gave them like a high tech and a low tech option or on paper with paper and colored pencils. Um, they then took those drawings and put them on their screens and did a screencast explaining the symbols and read their narrative and connected it to history and, you know, racism and so many different things. And, and then when their screencast was finished, they took the link to their screen and put it on. So by the end of the project, the teacher had one Padlet with all five classes of the screencast of these projects. So when you, when you go to grade, I mean, just for that reason, it's one Padlet link and, and the students are seeing each other's work and they're, you know, they're cheering each other on with the, the amazing things that they've done together. So I like that. I just think it's a really convenient way to curate and especially from the teacher side of it. Like it's just a really great way to keep things like literally together in a folder, almost like a binder, but it's Padlet and Padlet's awesome. So, <clears throat> so Wakelet can do very much the similar thing. So you can, um, take a collection, make that collection, and you want those videos of the student doing their thing, talking about whatever topic they're talking about, Westford expansion, or, you know, how to do this experiment. In Wakelet, you can click the add button, go directly to Flipgrid, record it, and there it is, right inside the collection. So you can post right from, from Wakelet, click the Flipgrid button, it'll open in Flipgrid, and then put it in your Wakelet. I do okay, like the fact that cool. Wakelet has all these integrations, right? I, yeah. I think that's awesome. And, you know, the one thing I'm sitting here thinking about with all these three apps is they're very similar, yet they have their differences. Absolutely. I use Google Keep for basic notes. Um, in fact, the other day I had a student that I was working with. Um, parent called me up and said, I want to have my students use a to-do app. So that way, as they open up their laptop, everything is right there. And I said, well, instead of using a to-do app, why don't I show you Google Keep? Because it's on all of the Google tools. We're using Google environments 
use this. And I showed the kid how to do it. The mother loved me. It was all great. But it's more than that because I use it really as my main curation tool. I, I all Every single day, I'm looking through websites, looking through RSS feeds. And as soon as I find a thing to save, maybe I want to use it for a future blog post, I go onto my iPhone and I say, save to Google Keep. So that my, my Google Keep is my, my collaboration space. Now, Sue, you might tell me that I might want to use Wakelet instead. I might just do that. Because can you I do can that? Go right, I can go to a Twitter. I can go to a tweet, have my Wakelet app on my phone, click on that tweet, and say, please post to Wakelet. And you can do that through the through the menus in the bottom of the iPhone and stuff like that. I don't obviously I don't have the i uh, the, the Wakelet. I'm not riding and the on my Android phone. We can have a debate about that too. Oh, Android. <clears throat> oh no, sorry, I I can't use I I'm on Clubhouse. Um, That's a debate for another time. Oh, got it. <laughs> um, now, Jen, how do you see Padlet? I mean, I I look at Padlet as. Uh, I, I always describe it as it's a cork board that you can put a bunch of things on, move it around. Um, if you have a big, huge whiteboard or an open space, you can move. You can. How do you describe it to somebody who might not know what it is? Talk to me as if I was that third grade teacher. Um, I think I would categorize it as a collaborative bulletin board. Um that, that sounds so basic, but like, that's really what it is. A collaborative bulletin board. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm looking, I have all the features open right now and um, there is so much you can do within that with the bulletin board. So all the different types of media that it gives you is pretty, um, pretty extensive, not specific tech integration like Wakelet, which I'm going to have to look into some more too, because that sounds awesome. Um, but, uh, you know, adding a location, drawing. Um, and so the, actually, it seems to me like it's more in alignment with with keep in terms of the functionality, but you don't have the you don't have the ease of the collaboration in keep in the sense that in order to, to share a keep note, you have to share it with a person. So you have to type in their name, right? Is there a way to create a link to make that keep note available to anyone with the link can view can edit? I look at Google Keep as mini Google Docs, but it doesn't have the full sharing capability. I can take a note and I can yeah. share it with somebody. Um, good example, my, my seven-year-old amazing little triplets, we, we now do Google Keep with each other. Yes, I'm sure that upsets their teacher because all they're doing at school is taking pictures to put on a Keep so that way daddy <laughs> at school sees it, but it's cute, right? Um, so it doesn't have all the different sharing capabilities. I would think that if I opened up a keep note, I got to try this during the show here. I'm sure there's a URL that I can send somebody, but you wouldn't be able to see it unless you had the note shared. Right, so right. it does have its limitations, right? But it's not also. It is it's, funny it's not, how they're all kind of. It's not designed for that of, either, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. They're all they're all similar, but they'll like you said, they're all very different in terms of what they can do and the constraints that they have. Now, so how how do you describe Wakelet? Because I've had a lot of people say, well, Wakelet is a curation tool. And and I it took me a while to realize, well, why do I need another one of these? So how, how do you describe let's get your kids together and curate things? Yeah, for me when I started researching Wakelet and looked at how people were using it, yes, the curation, the basic curation 
I was like you, why do I need another one of these when, you know, I was using keep for the same thing, but it's just the look of it was awesome. But then just the other things that I've seen teachers do with it, cr using it to create choice boards for their students during remote learning. And now back to face to face and um, the digital breakout rooms. I've seen it used for that. So just some of the quirky things that you wouldn't think of in using it. One of the big things, and it's in my presentation that I shared in the show notes, is using it for data monitoring. And mm. especially here during um, when we've had to be in so much remote learning, because, you know, back when we were face to face, <laughs> we would have PLC meetings and you in a PLC meeting, at least in our districts, we get together, we talk about data, what do we need to do for the student, what's been done. And one thing that's um, huge around here was data walls and we do them on the trifold boards um, that just so you can put them away for secure keeping and you'd have the post-it notes and be putting students into groups but I've seen I've read an article um, not long ago where teachers were they're using Wakelet now to have their PLC meeting to keep that data um, on a Wakelet board where their PLC is sharing that information to keep monitoring that data in a virtual manner. And, and I'll, I'm going to cross the stream here and go, yes, with Google Keep, you can put tags on a Google Keep and move it around. Um, yes, with Padlet, you can move the notes around. Um, but as I'm reading now, you can take your Wakelet pins, what do you call them? And you can put those on a OneNote. And you can then move those around on a one note. So there's a lot of really neat things. I think I'm going to lose this debate. I don't know about you, Sue. But um, when we're looking at things, let's let's kind of shift gears here because I'm feeling very inferior today. Price. I know Google Keep is free. Anybody can use it. Um, Jen, what's the? What, yeah, what's the, I lose. What? I lose this. I lose this question. What do you mean? Uh, lose so this question? It used to be free, and now it's the. Three Padlets are free, and if you want more than that, you either have to pay or archive one of your Padlets to free one up. So that really is a bummer because I do think that the I do think that the features of Padlet are just there's the the uses are so great the the like the diversity of the uses is so great. I just um, it's a, it's such a bummer that it, it costs so much money. Mm. What about uh, what about your app there, Sue? So yeah, Wakelet is free so far, no charge for anything, and you can log in through your Google um, account that already exists, mm -hmm. which is another one of those tools and resources that you can post directly from. So Wakelet's free, again, easy to post straight from Flipgrid, straight from Twitter straight from OneDrive, even for you Microsoft users over there, Jeff, you can post straight from OneDrive. I'm going to have to try that. I'm sitting here playing on Wakelet. And going, YouTube. Ooh, and on YouTube. Really? Okay. Um, so, Sue, why would I switch to Wakelet? Try to convince me because I am interested in, like, figuring out if Wakelet could replace Pad. What would I lose? Would I lose anything? Um, you would lose the bulletin board type look because you, you can put your Wakelet collection in grid form but it's not going to look exactly the same. And you can drag and drop because you can collaborate on a Wakelet. So you can add users. It's not going to look exactly the same because I totally see what you're saying. You know, I've mm -hmm. used Padlet before. Um, so 
students can collaborate. I encourage, you know, not only teachers to use Wakelet, but students too, uh, you know, for teacher-student collaboration. So it's just not going to look exactly the same. It's not going to be that free moving around on a court mm -hmm. board look that we're used to. But, okay. you know, it's worth trying. Yeah, definitely, definitely. This is also not going to be pro Google Keep, although I still think like Google Keep better. I've noticed that the more I put into Google Keep, the slower it gets. Do you see that problem happening in Wakelet or Padlet? Or, you know, if you've got a Wakelet board or whatever you call it with like a 35, 100 pin, does it, does it, does it drop off? I have not no. noticed that. I'm not sure that I personally have had quite that many at one time in my own boards. Now I have followed other people mm -hmm. who have quite who have that many, but I really haven't noticed a slowdown. We had that one board I referenced earlier with all the screencasts. So those were pretty like yes. big files with at least I think it was four sections of freshman English and I didn't notice anything. That's interesting. I, I, I know using it as a curation tool, I always go back and forth between saving things to Evernote and saving things over to Google Keep. And sometimes I do both. Mostly I'm using Google Keep so I can put tags on it and stuff like that. Uh, like I said, I, I kind of think of Google Keep as a Google Doc, but it also has the Gmail labels functionality. So it's kind of both. But um, I, it, it does get to me that I probably have a couple thousand Google Keep notes, and it, it takes a while for it to load. Now, even on the desktop, it takes a while for it to come in, curate, and load. I'm not doing very well in this debate, so am I? No, you're not, Jeff. I'm sorry. You're losing tonight. Why is Wakelet awesome? I, I, I remember ISD two years ago. Everybody was riding the Wakelet wave. I think Wakelet is building an amazing community. Talk to us a little bit about it. Yes, that community is awesome. If you um, get into using Wakelet, they, follow them on Twitter and join the Wakelet community. It's just hashtag Wakelet community. And if you, if you fill out this form and you become a member of the community, and they'll send you a little swag, which is always fun. But you'll get messages through Twitter. You'll get updates on email about what's new. And then if you go even further, you can apply to their Wakeland Ambassador Program. And there's some steps you have to complete, some little online trainings you have to go through. And you agree to promote the promote Wakelet, talk about Wakelet on Twitter, and talk about how you've used it, give examples. And they make you a Wakelet Ambassador. And then you, you get even more fun swag for that. But just the community, just the hashtag Wakelet Wave, all the sharing, you know, all the stuff that's in my presentation and the show notes, I've got those ideas just from collaborating with people um, in the Wakelet community and the Wakelet Ambassador Program. And just in general, the power of Wakelet of the types of resources that you can post to it, whether it be just a simple text um, of information, a document, PDFs, videos, images, and then just the sources that you can post from just really, really quickly instead of having to open Wakelet, hit the add button and add it there. So it's just so versatile. I am very proud. I will say this out loud on my podcast. I have nine followers on Wakelet. And I, I'm, I, I don't know why they're following me because I've got nothing on it, but I have nine followers. Sue, do you have it's followers? One of them me? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm not following you. Oops, I'm not no, following No, so if I can get podcast. both of you to follow me on this, I will have almost a dozen. So, uh, guys, please head on over. I'm, I'm at TeacherCast on Wakelet. Um, you might see a bunch more stuff, but I do have a board 
called Ask the Tech Coach. I've got four things pinned. Nine followers, everybody. So let's see if we can make that a million with this episode, guys. Um, <laughs> Jen, I love the fact that with Padlet, um, I can literally turn that Padlet board into a cork board. I can turn it into a blog. I can turn it into question and answer. And I love the fact that it easily and nicely embeds on a Google site. In fact, I probably even had, did a video a couple of years ago of how a Google site has a blog because you're embedding a Padlet. Talk to us a little bit about some of those hidden features that you might not know about. Um, yeah, I really like, well, you just reminded me of something that I did when I was in the library world. So. Um, sometimes it's really hard to, um, uh, it's really hard to like keep up with all the new books that you're getting, like YA books that you're getting for the kids. So I use, I use Padlet to, um, embed into my library site, all of the, like, as I would get a new book, I would create a note and have the book jacket on the Padlet note. So that that Padlet of all the book jackets, again, very visual, was able to be embedded right into a Google site so that the students could see pictures. Um, so that's something that like the way that it does play with like HTML code and in, embedding things is really, really nice. I will say that. Absolutely. Um, I sort of feel like I'm also losing this debate because now I want to go and play with Wakelet. So, um, but yeah, I mean, let me see. There's, 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 um, there is, there's so many, there are so many different features, yeah. but it doesn't have that community that we, that Weeklet has. See, I'm losing, I'm losing, I'm losing this debate. Um, Weeklet, James, if you're out there, I've done my job. Chrome extensions. Um, I just installed oh, the Weeklet yeah. Chrome extension, and I also have the Google Keep Chrome extension. I love that, you know, you hit the little button up there, it curated, it's all done. Um, upside is what so what's the upside what's the downside to the to the chrome extension i know there's a couple here for the google keep that i want to talk about yeah the upside is i can be you know over on such and such article and i can just click my wakelet chrome extension and it'll ask me which collection i want to put it in and i hit okay and i'm done i can continue reading or go on to the next article website whatever that's pretty easy yes. um and as you said, it goes into the collection. I, the, the downside with Google Keep, and I'm going to hit the little button to make sure I'm saying this right, you really can't organize things. You can put something in. You can take a quick note. Um, but as far as all the extra doodads and stuff, you really can't do much. But that's okay. It, it's really designed to be like a quick link in. Yeah, I think I'm losing this debate too, Jen. Darn. Sue? Help us wrap this one up here. We're talking about Padlet. We're talking about Wakelet. We're talking about Google Keep. Why Why did, I, I think we can both concede here, but why, why is Wakelet coming out here as the winner of this one? Well, if we're talking about curation and actually putting like things together to make a group of something that you want to use, whether it's for your own reference, for your own productivity, or to share something with your students in one fell swoop, Wakelet is going to be your best creation tool to get it in a group and then to follow other people to get information on like topics and, to, you know, get ideas for curation from them. So, so yes, go Wakelet. I have eight bookmarks now and counting guys. So just 
We're, we're revving up our wake good wave here. Um, oh, and I have 35 followers. I have three. I, I have 11 now. That's pretty cool. That's I, me. I, I added, I added uh, you, Jeff. <laughs> if you're still listening to the show, help me get to a good old baker's dozen here. We got a few more to go, and we're, of course, going to be sharing this out on social media. Um, all right. I, I'm going to say it this way. If you're looking for a curation tool, maybe Google Keep isn't for you, although you can. If you're looking for a quick, simple note-taking tool, I think that's a great thing. Um, if you're one person, which all of us are, um, it's a great opportunity to create something, to write something. I kind of, you know, it is that Evernote light. Um, if you want to share something with a friend, a partner, a spouse, a, a triplets, um, it's a great tool to go back and forth. I like using uh, Google Keep in my buildings. I always like the idea that if something happens on school grounds, a principal can take their phone, go out, take a picture of something, record audio, and it's all right there, and it's already transcribed. That way, the principal can just go back and copy paste into their meeting, into their uh, incident reports. I like that. Um, I know that's not what Wakelet is. I know that's not what Padlet is, but I think that's what makes Google Keep stand out, is you can do all of those things. Uh, Jen, I'll give you the last word here on Padlet. Why is Padlet such a wonderful app? And I, and I, I love Padlet. I've been using Padlet and I've had Padlet on the show, but you tell me, Jen, why is Padlet a wonderful app? I think I like it because you can be creative with it. There's so many different types of projects that I've seen come out of it and different ways I've seen teachers think about it. Um, and, and more often than not, and not that like, like I'm telling this, but I kind of am because I like Padlet so much. More often than not, when a teacher's trying to think of an idea, like what could I use? What type, what platform could I use to publish this? What, what, um, what tool could I use to get the kids to work together? I would say like seven times out of 10, it's Padlet that I suggest for them to use. Um, and, and again, you know, not to put a negative spin on it, but the thing we're running up against is the, the cost of the subscription. So I think if it weren't for that, I would be a hundred percent go Padlet. Um, but I just, I don't know. I love the features. I'm comfortable with it and using it for several years now. And so I think it's like, I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. So I look at the wakelet and all the hype on Twitter, the wake, like ride the wakelet wave, get on the wakelet train. I'm like, Oh, I want to kind of have FOMO about it, but I also am so used to and happy with Padlet. I know how to use it. I know where things are, you know? So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like one of those teachers that's like afraid to change with technology. <laughs> I, I've never had FOMO about Google keep. <laughs> I have had FOMO about Wakelet, though. I, I, I don't I, I wasn't sure what that Wakelet way was. But guys, we want to hear what you guys think about this. If you have if you're a fan of Wakelet, Google Keep, Padlet or any great ed tech app, we'd love to hear from you guys. You can find us over on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach. Maybe you guys can come on the show and suggest three great applications. And Sue and I can uh, debate those together with you. And clearly, Sue, I chose the wrong one because I think out of all these, I'm going to be using Wakelet a lot. And if you guys are on the TeacherCast newsletter, you might see a, 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 re, a beg, a request, a, a plea <laughs> to follow me on Wakelet so I can build my wave even higher and higher. Uh, Jen, I, I know we're going to be working together to build out EdCamp uh, New England, which is going to be launching sometime in the middle of April, um, but not past the 15th, uh, early in April, right? Uh, tell us a little bit about where we can find you, social media, websites, all that good stuff. 
Um, so right now, Twitter is the best to, to reach out to me. Um, I'm at Blended Lib Girl. So you can reach out to me there. Um, that is my, that's my professional world right now, Twitter. Nice. And Sue, tell us a little bit about some of the great things. I Every day, I start my day by going over to techimaginations.net. No kidding. And I always find some great stuff, especially on Wednesdays when you put up those videos for your Tech Tip Tuesdays. Uh, tell us a little bit about what's going over on your website. Yeah, so this week on Tech Tip Tuesday, um, I did some productivity tools in Gmail, just reminding them of, you know, funny, we had this conversation of those tools on the right-hand side of your Gmail, which includes <laughs> Google Keep and Google Tasks and Google Calendar. So that was my Tech Tip Tuesday for this week. Um, you know, I also um, post information about our um, Ask the Tech Coach shows. So, um, you know, come see me at techimaginations.net and on Twitter at SV314DWS. And, you know, Sue, this week... This Wednesday marks the one-year anniversary of starting up our weekly Wednesday roundtables. Yes. Um, last year, when COVID was hitting and things were shutting down, we figured as tech coaches, we needed to do something to help out the community. And I remember that time last year, we had over 75 people show up for that meeting. Yes. And it was awesome. And we've been doing it just about every single week ever since. So if you guys are interested in joining us uh, either for our Wednesday roundtables or being a member of the Tech Coach Network, we'd love to have you check it out. Our free registrations over at teachercast.net slash TCN form for Tech Coach Network form. So teachercast.net slash TCN form. would love to have you guys join over 300 tech coaches. Join in the collaboration. It's a great group of people we meet every single week. And of course, it is absolutely free from your friends over here at the TeacherCast Educational Network. So I want to say thank you to Jen and Sue and everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you guys to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.